You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, y'all, what's up? It's your girl, Jess Delarius from Carefully Reckless. I'm excited to announce that I will be hitting the stage for the annual Black Effect Podcast Festival. Join me for a live Carefully Reckless podcast, along with some other dope shows from the podcast industry, taking place in Atlanta, Saturday, April 27th. I'll be hitting the stage live with horrible decisions, black tech green money, and many more. Make sure you grab your tickets at blackeffect.com. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it! That's really it! And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) As a high school student. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like (laughs) Change.Dork. Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Carefully Reckless, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. just like that we're back with yet another podcast episode with your girl just hilarious welcome to carefully reckless where i fix your mess y'all listen i just want to give a special shout out to the breakfast club and bet and charlemagne and the black effect and our heart all four of those entities they are the reason well not the whole reason but a good part of the reason why i do keep coming back to do this shit every wednesday y'all i want to let y'all know i love y'all And I just, I really, really feel good. Really, really feel good. It's my first day at Breakfast Club. My first day of the week at Breakfast Club. So my episode drops on a Wednesday, but this is a Monday, all right? 
And I just want to let y'all know the type of work day that I'm dealing with. I flew from Charlotte, North Carolina after a show last night, right? Show was at 6 p.m. We got off stage and finished the show. Everything was wrapped up around like 8.30. Had to catch a 9.58 flight. I made the flight, got here, landed here in New York around like right before 12 o'clock. Um, we boarded at 9.58. So we, we took off around like 10 something, landed 12, get, didn't get to my hotel till 1. Got right back up at 4 o'clock, did my makeup, was here at the station at 5.30 to go on air at 6 a.m. I'm tired as hell. And then from 6 to 10, we do Breakfast Club. We do whatever interviews that we have. And then now I'm in here recording. So I am literally running off of three hours of sleep. But I love y'all so much. I love what I do. I'm tired, but I still got energy. You understand what I'm saying? So the motivation can also be your adrenaline. Like, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, but, and I mean, I even sound like it and shit. I really am. I'm not sleepy. I'm not drained, though. I'm just tired. That's all. It's okay to say that you're tired. I'm not tired of y'all. I'm not tired of what I do. I'm actually very damn grateful and I'm going to keep on going and doing what I do. But I'm letting y'all know I do this shit for y'all. You feel me? So we're going to jump right in. Nobody sent in voice notes for this episode. So I'm just going to read this long ass run on sentence. That's what it is. I'm going to call it out. It is what it is, girl. Hi, Jess. I really need you to help with my mess. I wish to remain anonymous because I could catch a case about this one. Damn. Oh, shit. So I guess I'll start off with the fact that I'm a 22-year-old female who's had really bad taste in men. And I find myself to be a little bit of a hopeless romantic. I mean, well, you're 22. Shit. I'm always falling in love with the idea of a man. Anyway, in February, I started a job working in the kitchen at the jail. Before starting this job, my mother and family all said, do not fall for anyone in there, meaning in the jail. I even had training informing me that a personal relationship with an inmate could result in a rape charge for me. Wow. Whether it was consensual or not, y'all, listen to that. Don't y'all become COs and, and cafeteria ladies in these damn jails and then y'all get caught fucking these inmates. That's a charge on y'all, whether it was consensual or not. Y'all can go down for raping these motherfuckers, okay? Even if y'all didn't rape these motherfuckers, all right? Back to the story. So I start working. Things are going fine. I immediately knew I was going to have to deal with some thirsties. Okay, so you must be a nice little cute little girl. You know what I'm saying? Nice, wholesome young lady. But nothing can truly prepare you for working with men who haven't had pussy in years. I had men saying they drank my bathwater, sniffing me when they walked past. It was a lot, I must admit. But there was one that was different. They called him Bori. For anyone that isn't Latino, that's short for Boricua. Okay, okay, I said that right. I got my little Spanish um down peg. Boricua. And at first, I wasn't even looking at him that way at all. It just started with small conversation, asking where I'm from, talking about family, him helping me carry heavy things so I wouldn't have to struggle. The next thing I know, every day we're talking more and more about life and God. Okay. I noticed the disrespect from the other men eventually stopped as well. He would tell me how beautiful I was and how he just wanted to take care of me and do everything for me. Eventually, my wall broke down and I started to develop feelings for the man who I was spending so much time around. So we started getting frisky. Hold up. In the damn jail, girl. So we started getting risky, she said, not frisky. <laughs> I slipped him my number. He would slip me letters and pictures. We would sneak off into the freezer together. No, we didn't have sex. We started talking about our life together when he got out. I was even looking for apartments and shit. 
And before you judge me, I'm going through a lot in life right now. Sometimes the unhealed part of me looks for something that can save me or someone to come save me. After a while, word spread that we were messing around. Oh, shit, girl, you know, it's like the hood. It's the damn jail. Shit, the walls talk and the inmates do, too. And sure enough, this information gets back to my manager. I'm not going to say her name, but I will say this. She is one of the realest shorties I ever met. She sits me down and tells me she knows about me and Bori. <laughs> I'm going to just say Bori. Um, me and Bori. That she really likes me. And that's why she was telling me she thought it would be best if I quit. Damn. That if the information got back to her, then word was spread beyond her and to the COs. And then they'd launch an investigation and I'd get arrested. So she was saving me. To avoid all of the mess, I just needed to quit. And just that's exactly what I did. I came in one last day to tell Bori to make sure he saves my number in a safe space. And I didn't go back. This was in the end of March. So having quit, I figured there was nothing more for me to lose to look for him. So that's what I did. I looked for him on Facebook and found a couple pages. I looked through his friend list to see if I can find someone to pass a message to him. Oh, so he didn't call you. Damn. I find this friend that he seemed to be very close with. I message the friend to see if they still keep in contact. And this man proceeds to tell me that him and Buddy are together. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was his man. Oh, he asked me who I was and what I wanted with his boyfriend. Then I look through his pictures and find a picture with them two hugged up with engagement rings. Damn. Needless to say, my heart was broke. I immediately got sick to my stomach. I didn't know how to process that information at all. So I just blocked the friend and the situation from my mind and just kept moving forward because now I got to figure out how to pay my bills since I was stupid and fucked up a state job with a pension and all that. Girl, dumb as hell. Despite that, though, I still think of him all the time and the way he made me feel, how soft and gentle he was with me. Maybe that was from him being gay. I don't fucking know. <laughs> or just him knowing how to treat another human being, girl. <laughs> that don't have nothing to do with him being gay, you know. But now he still calls me. Uh-uh. And I answer from time to time because I want to hear his voice. Oh. Today I told him I knew about him and his boyfriend. Of course, he couldn't explain much due to where he is. But he claims that's his old life and he wants a new one and how he doesn't want to lose me. How he'll answer whatever questions I have, just give him a chance when he gets out. Oh, hell no. You want me to wait for you to get out. I don't know when the hell that is. You want me to wait for you to get out to tell me that you ain't gay no more. To, so you can answer all my questions about you being gay. Talking about this your old life. Well, that nigga didn't say that when I hit him up to ask him about you. Y'all are fucking engaged. And what you did was you got your ass locked up. And that nigga is waiting for you to come the fuck home. All right? A part of me wants that so bad just to say fuck it and love him openly for who he is. Then there's that other part of me that thinks what if he gets tired and wants to go back to dick? Exactly. I'm not sure why I haven't completely checked out after finding out he was gay. I need to know how you would fix this mess. Am I delusional to want love so bad that I tried to love a gay man? Get back to me if you can. This shit got me fucked up. Hold up, hold up. I know this shit getting good, but listen to just a couple seconds of a commercial. If you love me, you'll listen. Are you all about the NBA action? You gotta try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. 
Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman, some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? 
This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game on lock for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that one line, one Cry Me a River, ah. Y'all hear this? Listen to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, we had a whole album in the can. We got a, we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Bookie Butt, I do understand. I understand how you can be fucked up by a lot because that was just a whole lot. All right. Now, let's go back to the beginning. Listen, you're 22 years old. You're 22. You had a great job. You did. I mean, I don't, you know, considerably speaking, you know, you worked in a fucking jail, but you did have a pension. You mentioned, you mentioned that you loved the state job. I mean, obviously you didn't have anything bad to say about it other than you had to leave it due to a nigga. I'm just going to say a nigga. I ain't going to say a gay nigga because we don't even know if he's gay. He may be bi. He obviously is not gay. <laughs> you know, he's obviously bisexual or he could be poly. I mean, it, we don't know when we get into all the sexual departments, but we don't, we don't know. All right. I'm also not going to say what he made you feel has no regard. It's fake. It's bullshit. It's asinine to feel that way. I'm not going to say that because that's not true. I do believe that he developed feelings for you. I believe that he was and probably still is connected to that ex-man, you know, his ex-fiance or could still be his current fiance. And he still may be even battling with his sexuality. He may not know who the fuck he is. You understand what I'm saying? He may not. That's why I don't want to call him gay. We can't just say, oh, you're gay because you found out that he fucked with men, you know, that he had a man that he was engaged to. Um, He could still be very well bisexual. You know, we, we just don't know. So I don't want to put that on him altogether. I also don't think you're crazy for feeling the way you do. We can't control our feelings. We can't control who we love. If you love this man, I do understand that. I do think that you are young. I'm not going to say you don't know what love is, but you have a whole lot more life to live um, and a lot more to experience before you lock down with a guy who is in jail. You don't know when he's coming home and he just expressed to you that he may be gay. You know what I'm saying? But he wants you to wait until he gets out for a full explanation. That's bullshit. That's the only part about it. That is bullshit. And the craziest part about it is that you actually had to quit your job. You didn't quit because you wanted to. You quit because you had to. And you avoided an arrest. Okay. I think your manager is a real one for coming, you know, coming to you um, before shit actually hit the fucking fan and telling you to get out of there. That was meaningful. That was somebody who understands and probably somebody who has saw a situation like that before. You know, a young girl caught in a situation like that. I'm not going to say that all men in jail are the same. I'm not going to say that. But I am going to say it's very easy to believe a dream that a man in jail will sell you. You understand what I'm saying? Not saying that this is your situation. Now I'm talking in general. It's very easy to believe that because all they have to live by is dreams. Some of them don't even know when they're coming home. Some of them ain't even coming home. 
So all they have to do is hold on to dreams and memories and shit, you know? And sometimes their dreams become nightmares and shit because they, they don't know when they're coming home. They have to live in a fucking cage and look at four walls for the rest of their fucking lives or for a very long period of time and be away from their friends and families. And like you said, pussy. You know what I'm saying? It's hard that you had to deal with the mental abuse, you know, uh, the verbal abuse from all the other inmates hitting on you, telling you they drink your bad for it. I know it had to make you feel uncomfortable. And then you said you met Bori, Boriqua. And y'all was sneaking to the freezer. Some of y'all ain't had sex. What the fuck y'all doing in the freezer then? Not y'all freezing y'all damn asses off. And they're just talking and trembling. What the fuck y'all doing? Shit, ain't no way you could have sex in there. I know his dick ain't get hard in the cold. <laughs> A fucking freezer next to the chicken. Child, listen. All jokes aside, I think, like I said, you're very young, okay? Make this a lesson learned. You said he calls you, you still answer because you just want to hear his voice. Don't run from it. I'm not saying run from it. Just keep all your options open. Honey, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I can't tell you to be with a gay man. I can't tell you to not be with a bisexual man. I can't tell you to not fuck with him. And listen, it's all about your preference. You're still young. You don't know who the fuck you are, probably so. Even if you're considering dealing with a bisexual man, that's not me judging you. That's your fucking preference. If that's what you prefer, you need to figure out what you want to do. You know, he said, that's his old life. Do you believe him? Can you ungay after being gay for so long? That's a real fucking question. Women do it. Why can't men do it? And then the flip side is, once your butthole been entered, how do you like go back to being a virgin of the butt? You know what I mean? And are you gay forever once you get your, your butt plugged up? You know what I'm saying? I, it's just so many, so many questions. You know what I'm saying? We did have Andrew Caldwell bring him up every now and then. He said that he's not gay anymore. He very well may not be. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what that guy does. I mean, he still has, you know, his, his feminine ways or whatever, but that could still just be the last little bit, you know, coming out. You know, he probably got to get the last little bit out. By 2025, he could sound like me. You know, he could sound like, you know, James Earl Jones. We don't know. You know what I mean? He probably don't, he probably don't, you know, he's getting the last little bit of gay out, you know, so we just don't know. And while it sounds like I'm playing, I'm being dead ass serious. All right. So I want you to, you know, reach out to Bori or, or well, you can't reach out at the jail, you know, but um, don't reach out to no more of his friends because then I feel like you're going to find out some more shit. All right. I think you need to let him know, write him a nice little letter. Let him know that you're conflicted on this, you know, be as open as you can and tell him that you don't want to wait until he gets home for him to explain everything. You met him in there. And he still, he owes you an explanation. Nigga, I lost my motherfucking job because I picked you over risking my freedom. I did in hindsight. I ultimately picked you. And he knows you're young. I'm sure you didn't lie about your fucking age. He knows you're young. I'm not saying that he's trying to take advantage of you, but you are very impressionable. Okay. It took him a minute to knock down that wall, but he did. A nigga in jail knocked down the wall. Okay. You can have anybody on the outside, your age, a couple years older, whatever, without a record, without a boyfriend or, you know, a fiance and without a past like that. And you chose Bori. Again, it may sound like I'm judging you. I'm not. But sometimes you got to hear shit repeated back to you so you can hear how unorthodox it sounds. I'm not saying the situation is crazy. I'm not saying it's disgusting. I'm not saying any of that. I don't want you to get the wrong idea. I said unorthodox. It's a lot going on. A lot going on. 
You too young for that. You should be working on your next fucking job. Not working on Buddy. And when the fuck he come home? What the fuck is he going to give you? Is he backing up his promises with concrete details? Does he have a fucking plan? What is he doing in there now? Did you work at a jail or did you work at a prison? That's different. Is he taking classes to better himself? Like, what, what the fuck is he doing? What are, what are his dreams? Did y'all get to know each other in that damn... Did he tell you that in that freezer? What did he tell you? Why he was cold, freezing your ass off. You supposed to be on the damn floor with the rest of the inmates. And you playing in the freezer with Buddy. Girl, I think you need to go try to get your damn job back. Or go to another damn jail. And don't fall in love with no more fucking inmates, girl. I mean that. No, they're not all the same. But that ain't where you want to get your man from. It's good men in there too. But let them come home, figure themselves out, and find their woman. Or let them come home to people that's already waiting for them. I mean that. I mean that even in your case. Let them come home to who's waiting for them. Obviously. Okay? Because dreams are still sold in jail. Okay? Okay. Check back in with me. Because I want to know where you go from here. I would love for you to go get another job. You seem like you, you had your head on damn straight. But, you know, we, we don't know. We don't know. I know you need to get it together. If you love me, you'll listen to this commercial. And then we'll be right back. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman, some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better. I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, But as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. From the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This your boy Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists. Like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupri, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rappers had the game on lock for years. 
And now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Like Pastor Troy doing the ad-libs for one of Justin Timberlake's biggest hits. Whenever you listen to Cry Me a River, man, I'm all through them ad-libs on that song. It's that one line, one Cry Me a River, ah. Y'all hear this, man? to it, man. And what if I told you Jazzy Faye and CeeLo have an unreleased album just sitting in the vault waiting? Now, you and CeeLo had a group for a minute, man. Yeah, we got a whole album in the can. We got a, we have a whole album. Now I have partnered with iHeart Podcast to bring you one of the hottest podcasts in the game, telling you some of the most unheard stories in the music industry. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeart Media gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeart Media is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. You may know me from, let's see, 90210, Charmed, Mallrats, Heathers. Probably also know me from my stage four cancer diagnosis and sharing that journey with so many of you. There's something so authentic about a podcast. It's me connecting, me talking raw in the moment. That's what my goal is to give you, to talk about why I feel that cancer to a certain extent is a gift, what my responsibilities are as a person with cancer, because I think that there's something so much bigger than me. And to be honest, I'm still trying to find out what that is. And maybe together we'll find it. It's going to be a wild ride. So I hope that you all tune in. Listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Moving on. Hey, Jess, I have a boyfriend that I've been with for four years, but we both want different things. I want us to have our own place, but he wants to keep living with his dad. He's 21 and I'm 20. Damn, girl, shit. Girl, he probably ain't ready for all of that now. Come on. What the hell are you talking about? First of all, you little hot ass, calm down. You ain't even 21 yet. He's 21 and you're 20. Understand you want to move, okay? You want to move with your boyfriend. Y'all been together for four years. Yeah, so y'all were together since 16, 17. I understand. But you really, truly don't know a person until you live with them. And I honestly, I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not trying to control your life. But you got one more year until you make all these big decisions and you got to live with them. You understand what I'm saying? I think... He's making a sensible decision. You act like he 31, 41 living with his dad. I know some people living with their parents that are older than I am, which I'm still not saying anything is wrong with. I'm just saying it depends on your level of, of independence. If you want to be independent, it's some people, parents don't want them to leave. Some people don't want to leave their parents. But when you have relationships and jobs and kids and all that type of shit, you want your own. And when you just are tired of living under someone else's roof, you want your own. But then you have people that stay at home as long as they can. Because I'm going to tell you something. It's hard as shit out here these days. Back in the day when I first moved out, yeah, it was hard. But it wasn't nowhere near as hard as it is now. We're in a recession right now. And while it doesn't affect a lot of people and why it doesn't look like, why it doesn't look like. It affects a lot of people. Oh, it does. 
it's affecting a lot of fucking people. I went to, this is a sidetrack real quick. I went to Chick-fil-A the other day, right? I ordered food for me, my sister, and my videographer. That shit came up to like $38 and we didn't even get four meals. I was the only one that got a full meal. My sister got some nuggets, mac and cheese, and, and he got a salad and a milkshake or some shit. $38, $40 for three people to eat. And they weren't even full complete meals. It's a fucking struggle out here. That shit may sound like pennies to certain people. To other people, you ain't got it. It's, it's hard feeding your fucking family. That's why so much crime. That's why niggas is hungry, robbing, stealing, fucking killing people and shit. People are trying to make ways out of no way. You understand what I'm saying? And then we have yellow ass that want to move out quick, fast, in a hurry. Girl, you're going to be right back. And I don't even like it. And I don't like saying this. I don't like seeming like I'm talking down. But don't jump out there too fucking fast. Okay? Don't. At least wait until you're 21. And then let him take his time. If y'all been together for four years already, where are you going? Where are you going? Do you see y'all going downhill? Is this a is this a deal breaker for you? If y'all don't move together, you gonna leave them? Hmm? What is this? It's all right. Compromise in a relationship. Compromise. Give them like a a wager. You know, leverage. Let's meet in the middle. Compromise. Say, all right, babe. You know how bad I want to move together. Since we can't do that right now, let's revisit this in another year. Six months to a year. And let's see where you'll be by then. Or let's wait until my 21st birthday. And let's see where you'll be by then. And we'll revisit it. You know what I mean? Don't just up and leave. Call it quits. Just because he's not trying to move together right now. He also could be scared. He could be nervous. His parents could be in his head. You ain't about to move with that girl. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. So I think it's a communication thing. Sit down and talk to him. But also compromise. If you see it's really a problem, don't ever pressure a man to do shit. Just like I don't think we should be pressured to do anything. Never put pressure on a man. Because when they feel pressured, they do shit like lie. They start telling you what you want to hear and they don't even mean it. Just to get from up under that pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like they start to lie. They start to run. They start to cheat. They start to... Don't pressure him. Be upfront. Always. That's the tip that you could take from me. I'm 31. I still ain't got it all figured out relationship-wise, but I think I'm doing pretty damn good because I've had some some bad examples to show me what not to do and what to watch out for. <laughs> well, actually, I should call them good examples because I know the nigga right now was thanking them niggas. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, we come to the end of another Carefully Reckless episode where Jess is fixing your mess every Wednesday on the Black Effect. Thank you, I heart. This is the home for your podcast. Anywhere you find podcasts or you listen to podcasts, make sure you search Carefully Reckless. And in my deepest Pam voice, peace.
Carefully Reckless is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, y'all, what's up? It's your girl, Jess Delarius from Carefully Reckless. I'm excited to announce that I will be hitting the stage for the annual Black Effect Podcast Festival. Join me for a live Carefully Reckless podcast, along with some other dope shows from the podcast industry, taking place in Atlanta, Saturday, April 27th. I'll be hitting the stage live with horrible decisions, black tech green money, and many more. Make sure you grab your tickets at blackeffect.com. Hey, what's up? This your boy, Jerry Clark, and I am the host of Storytime with Legendary Jerry Podcast. For the last 30 years, I have worked with some of your favorite artists, like Outkast, Killer Mike, Jeezy, Akon, Jermaine Dupree, and so many, many more. Storytime with Legendary Jerry is an ode to the South. Southern rap has had the game unlocked for years, and now I'm telling you legendary stories of how we did it. Listen to Storytime with Legendary Jerry on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it! That's really it! And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) As a high school student. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like (laughs) Change.Dork. Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.